We're going to be deep diving into the NFL, going to be taking a look at every single division and predict every single team's record. I think they're one of my favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. This team, that offense does not excite me. I think the offense continues to regress. It's going to be Mahomes versus Russ for the MVP. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Sorry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the WNP Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mitchelson. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, Chase Croshaw. Chase, how you doing? Doing pretty swell. I'm excited. How are you? Why are you excited? Because I'm excited to crap on the person to the right of me. Oh, and who would that be to your right? Uh, that would be Mr. Alice King himself. <laughs> how you doing, Alec? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Good, good. And like I mentioned on the old Twitter, these next four weeks... We're going to be deep diving into the NFL, going to be taking a look at every single division and predict every single team's record, as well as an MVP candidate and a Rookie of the Year candidate from each division. So, going to be a lot of fun. So, how, how we're going to do this is we're going to do two divisions in each episode. So, we'll do the AFC and NFC North together, AFC, NFC East, and so on together. So, I decided that we would do... The two divisions that produced the two Super Bowl appearing teams, that would be the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers, AFC and NFC West. So that is who we're going to start with. Our very first episode, looking at records from each division for each division in this upcoming NFL season. Now, this is going to be the same as last year. Uh, we went through every single team's schedule. And picked a winner, picked a loser. So some of these might not match what we actually think. Like, so for example, let's just say the Chiefs. You know, you think the Chiefs going to be around that, you know, 11, 13 win team. Maybe they get 15 wins from someone because they just really think their schedule is good or something like that. So although the teams might not be in that same area that you would project them, we are looking specifically at their schedule and handing out wins and losses. So we're going to start with the NFC. NFC West, you got the 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, the Arizona Cardinals, and the LA Rams. Uh, Let's talk about it. Chase, do you want to give your first place team first? Who's going to take it? Uh, Who's going to take the NFC West? And then are are they a playoff team or not? Well, if they win the division, they will be a playoff team. Or are they? You know, I had to think about that. So the LA Rams are going to go 16 and 0. Nice. No, no, Good take. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Seattle Seahawks will go 13 and 3 in route to winning their division and obviously making the playoffs. Uh, I know I, I look forward to what the Seahawks can do this year. I think Russell Wilson continues what he did last year with his wide receivers. You know, being a year developed, like specifically DK Metcalf being a year developed. Hopefully a healthy running game. The defense, uh, they, they, they improved it through the draft, should be a little bit better as well. So I think everything comes together, and just the way their schedule plays out, it ends up being a little more in favor for Seattle, in my opinion. Pretty high on Jamal Adams there, are you? Yeah, I mean, like, Top yeah, I mean, I mean, how could he not be? The defense definitely got bolstered when they bring over Jamal Adams to add with Bobby Wagner and then, of course, Russ Wilson. It's just a stud. So, uh, Alec, 
your first place team in this division. I have the San Francisco 49ers going 14 and 2. Ew. Yeah. Wow. Winning the division. Yeah, obviously. obviously, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, Super Bowl champs, you know, no champs, runner up, my bad, you know. Right. They tried. Chiefs beat them, yeah. But uh runner up, um I think their defense is Absolutely insane. I think Kyle Shanahan is one of the best, if not the best, offensive mind in the NFL. I think that the offense uh, is going to do really well. I think Jimmy G will take a step forward. I think he'll do a little bit better, be a little bit more consistent next season. Uh, I like the re- they re-signed Mostert. I hope they give him the bulk of carries because I definitely think he proved to be the most consistent and skilled running back out of their running back core. And like I said, their defense is just already nuts. You know, What more can I say? Absolutely. And I give my first place to the San Francisco 49ers as well, but I only gave them 12 wins. I, I go 12-4 and four for the San Francisco 49ers. The top of the division is the lowest when it comes to win total in comparison to you two, Chase 13, Alec 14. Uh, I think the, the San Francisco 49ers are great. I've got them 5-1 and one in their division. I think their only loss comes to Seattle in Seattle. Um, however, I could I could see people making arguments for uh, maybe dropping a game to the uh, Cardinals or maybe the Rams, but I don't know. Uh, next up, we've got the number two team in the NFC West chase. I would have to assume it is the San Francisco 49ers. However, you may be super high on the Cardinals. No, it's San Francisco 49ers. It, they're going to have an 11-5 season, so still a good season, still a playoff team. Uh I don't know. There's just I, I I like the team. I really like this roster. Just for whatever reason, I was higher on them last year than I am this year. I don't know why that is. Um, maybe because they disappointed me a little bit there in the Super Bowl. I don't know. But I just think that the Seahawks team has too much going to not place them first in the division. But I mean, the 49ers are obviously easily a playoff team unless everything goes horribly wrong, like it did you know just a couple of years ago. Right, Alec. Um. I have the Seahawks, and actually, I have the same record that Chase does, thirteen and three. Nice. Oh wow! So, uh, that's a, that's a I have yeah, a very loaded division. Uh, I love the Seahawks. Uh, definitely one of my. I think they're one of my favorites to win the Super Bowl this year, especially after the addition of Jamal Adams. Even though they lost Clowney, um, not going to get him back. Uh, and obviously, I think Russell Wilson is. The only quarterback who can even be close to putting a tier with Patrick Mahomes as being the best quarterback in the NFL. So i got to give it to Patrick Mahomes, but Russ is definitely a very close second, one of the most skilled guys at the position. I think uh, he can carry any offense, no matter who his receivers or running backs are, uh, to wins and points. So, yeah, 13-3. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Seattle Seahawks are my number two as well. However, they come in at 11-5. and five. Uh, they, of course, do make the playoffs, and uh, we didn't really talk about it, but playoffs are different this year. There's going to be seven teams making it in each conference. The first team will have a bye. The next three, or the next six, will play in three matches to determine who moves on. So, one extra playoff team in each conference this year, so that's why some teams will make the playoffs and some teams uh, may not, depending on the record. And I know Chase said in a coming episode, there's going to be a team with a realistically uh, non-playoff record, but because of the expansion, they're going to sneak into the playoffs. But I don't think that's this episode, right? Nope. So, yeah, Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers. Well, kind of. 
kind no, of. Not, not the not the specific record I was thinking of, but there is a team that just sneaks in there a little bit. Okay, so San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks, uh, both top two for all three of us. Chase has Seattle over San Francisco, vice versa for Alec and I, and all of us have both of them making the playoffs. Next up, the third in the division, Chase, you have... The Arizona Cardinals going 7-9 and nine on the year. So I think if this team makes the playoffs, Kyler Murray is probably going to end up being the obvious choice for MVP. I think he has uh, you know a heck of a season. The receiving core is really talented. I like Kenyon Drake for a single season long term. You know, I'm not sure, but I think he's good for this offense, really going to help out. And, you know, they've added some pieces to their defense. The offensive line is still, you know, pretty iffy. Defense is still iffy, too. But this team did enough where they're going to keep taking steps in the right direction until, you know, maybe another year or two. They're finally that level of team that they're hoping to be. Right. Alec? Uh, I also have them at 7-9. and nine. Um, I agree with, with Chase. Uh, I think the addition of Isaiah Simmons on their defense is going to boost it quite a bit. Um, I think with how versatile he is, it'll be... Help, it'll help all around pass rush, pass coverage, you know, just it will, I think it'll be, end up being an anchor for the defense. Uh, Kyler Murray, just I think he's, he's skilled. They definitely has the weapons. Um, but I definitely think that it's going to take them another year or two to get in that playoff conversation uh, to complete this. It seems kind of a short-term rebuild, but, you know, just to get back in that playoff conversation. Yeah, for sure. I've also got the Cardinals at my number three spot. However, I have them with nine wins. Ooh. And I I think that we could see Kyler Murray take that next step this year, and he's got all the pieces to do it. So they they bring in D Hop, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Some people would argue the best wide receiver in the league. I think a lot of their young guys help contribute a little bit more, like Byron Murphy, cornerback that we saw them draft last year. I think he steps up a bit, uh, and then Isaiah Simmons. I think was the third best overall player in the draft this past year. Uh, I'd, I'd give it to Okuda and, of course, Chase Young above him, but I think he's ready to step in right away and produce. So I, I give the Arizona Cardinals 9-7. and seven. However, they do not make playoffs. Um, they would place ninth in the conference. And again, only the top seven make it. So uh, no playoffs for the Cardinals for either of us or any of us, and then, uh, of course, that would leave the L.A. Rams as the last team chase your record for them. The L.A. Rams are going to have an abysmal year at 4-12. and 12. Yeah. Damn. I, I, You guys know I'm like I'm a Rams fan. Like, not like diehard Rams fan, but they're one of the teams that I like. You know, primarily because I am like I was a big fan of Jared Goff. I thought he had the potential to turn into a like real good NFL quarterback. I love Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's gone. Jared Goff has not become that real good NFL quarterback. So this team, that offense, does not excite me. I think the offense continues to regress. I think Sean McVay, as much as you know, he is probably a good offensive-minded coach, really other than that one year where their offensive line, for whatever reason, was just pretty much the best in the league, Like they haven't done much since then. He's They've kind of floundered since then. And I think they flounder again. I think he might be kind of exposed as a little bit of a fraud almost. Yeah, that's wow. a little bit of a hot take, I know. Uh, and sure, you got Aaron Donald, but and you got Jalen Rames there in the backfield too. But as a whole, I just think this team is kind of trash. Damn. No, uh, I'm three for four with agreeing with you because I also have the Rams at four and twelve. <laughs> wow. Um, but I do have to disagree. I don't. I don't think Sean McVay is necessarily a fraud. I think that there's only so much a coach can do when your quarterback cannot read a defense. 
Um, no, I, so I, that's fair. That's fair. I I think you give him a better quarterback and uh, you know a front office that doesn't spend all their cap on two side, three two to three people. Yeah, or yeah, said quarterback and also a running back that they end up trading away, um, or cutting. Yeah, cutting. So, but I don't know. Uh, four and twelve. Yeah, team's not great. Uh, McVay's not gonna be able to do much with Goff. Jalen Ramsey's still top five corner in the league, but obviously Aaron Donald, I think best defensive player in the league overall. But you know, only so much you can do when Jared Goff's your quarterback. Obviously, I've got the Rams at four as well, but I do not have them at four and twelve. Do you guys have them going zero and six in the division? I do. Yeah. Okay, that would be why. So uh, they've got some cupcakes on their schedule, like the Giants, the Redskins, uh, the Dolphins, and the Jets. Uh, you could argue the Dolphins aren't a cupcake, but according to last year's record, uh, they definitely are, and they still got to figure out that quarterback position. But uh, yeah, I, I've got the the Rams going seven and nine. I think they, they're they not a playoff team, obviously, but I think they're respectable enough, and I would agree with Alex's sentiment on McVay, good coach, Goff, bad quarterback. Uh, I've been I've been calling for Goff's, not Goff's head, but I, I, I've been calling Goff kind of a faker when it comes to the elite quarterback ranks since really he got his big contract two years ago, and... It's really proven it now. He's he's really proven that uh, he's the exact guy that I have been seeing. Um, and he, he, I mean, I think they get more wins than than you guys say, just because uh, the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals, none of them were very consistent last year when it came to in division rivalry. Uh, like the Cardinals, they weren't great last year. The 49ers, they were. The 49ers got beat by the Cardinals. If I, if I remember correctly, I think they got beat by them um, by like two or three scores. I could be wrong. They just haven't really been very consistent in their division, so I have the Rams taking two division wins. Um, who do I have them beaten? I got them beating the Cardinals in week 17, and then off of a bye week in week 9, they're going to get a home win over the Seahawks in week 10. So... Um, that's what I got them going with, uh, seven and nine. Uh, I think Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are the best players at their respective positions. Yes. I still think Jalen Ramsey's the number one corner in the league, so they can really help that defense win or help the team really, uh, win any game. But, uh, yeah. That's fair. All right. We now give our rookie of the year prediction. For the NFC West, again, there's only one Rookie of the Year prediction. Uh, we're not doing one for every single team, just for the specific division. Uh, we'll start off with Alec this time. Alec, who is your Rookie of the Year when it comes to the NFC West? My Rookie of the Year is Javon Kinlaw. Um, I think he's going to go in and take uh, Buckner's place, you know. Uh, and I think he's going to produce right out of the gate as well. Maybe not on Buckner's level, but I think he'll... Uh, fill that fill that role nicely and uh, end up being a staple for that defense for a while. So, yeah. Chase, I'm gonna lean Brandon Ayuk on this one. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. So you know, I I was inclined to pick defense, but I figured spice up. Let's go offense. So Brandon Ayuk should have a pretty clear like week one role, especially if Debo is still not healthy, and with the type of injury that Debo is dealing with, 
it's usually on the longer term compared to the shorter term. So I'm going to assume that he was out for at least a couple weeks. Brian Ayuk's, Ayuk's going to come in, produce really well, and they're going to be like, oh, you know what? He's just he's doing his job. Like, you can't just stop targeting him. So they're going to put a little more emphasis in the passing game this year. Jimmy G is going to have a, a better, more consistent season. You know, Mike and I, I know for sure, are big believers in Jimmy G's talent. So I think the passing game is a little more efficient this year than normal compared to just being such the run-heavy team that they are. And Ayuk ends up having, you know, a nice, like, 800 receiving yard and, you know, like four or five, six touchdown season, which is very nice for a rookie receiver. Most definitely. And I originally had Javon Kinlaw written down. However, I did that because I figured Isaiah Simmons would be named. He wasn't, so I decided, you know what, I'll, I'll just change it up. I'll go Isaiah Simmons. Uh like I said earlier, I think he's the third best player out of the draft. I honestly could see you even argue number two. I know you guys are Lions fans, so you love Okuda. However, I've seen that argued before where Simmons is over Okuda and just pure talent ready to produce. Um, so I think that he could most definitely be rookie of the year for this division, and he's, he's going to be the guy I go for. I do want to say that I agree that Simmons is the number two player out of the draft after Ooh. only Chase Young, even though the Lions did draft Okuda. I was kind of pulling for Simmons for a little while there, but I think he's more skilled than Okuda. See, I, I like Simmons because he's kind of this, you know, like Swiss Army knife you can throw in, in defenses, but like no defensive or no team really in the NFL has worked a defensive player like that yet. Tyron you know, Matthew. Like that's Ooh. that's maybe the only example because they tried doing it with, and he's just a ridiculous talent, so that makes sense. And so is Isaiah Simmons, like, so it's possible. But rookie year, I'm not sure. You know, like Jabril Peppers is a guy that's kind of in the same boat as Isaiah Simmons. He hasn't really been that jack of all trades like they hoped. Uh, Isaiah Simmons has been practicing mostly at the inside linebacker position. He did not like he played that in college, but that was not his most played position in college either. So it's, I think it's going to be a little bit of a transition. Not having the preseason game is going to be tough on these defensive rookies, in my opinion. So he, he could he could still have a, a good year. I still take Okuda at least one year, like for single season over Isaiah Simmons' career. I don't know. We'll have to see. You know, that's one argument I never really understood. I a lot of people say it, uh, and that's that Isaiah Simmons because he doesn't have a specific position, he's not gonna maybe perform ext- like right away at an extreme level. I think bringing in a guy that can perform at a high level at multiple positions is a plus rather than a negative. I agree, well, like, I agree but if they were, how they were going to use him, then sure. But he's talked about how he's worked out exclusively at inside linebacker. So if they were going to use him all around, then sure, that's great. But it sounds like he's just going to be an inside linebacker to start. Well, to start, maybe. But the fact that like the, all this COVID stuff is going on means they're probably not able to to give him reps at other places right now. Yeah, and and, that's, so. that's, and it's going to hurt him in the meantime. Like having that jack-of-all-trades guy is great, but if you can't use him in, in that position just because of what's going on right now in the world, like that's something that is going to hinder him a little bit. I think if I think he's best used being moved all around because you never know what the hell he's going to do when he's moving all around. But being in one position, like he's still obviously is such a game-changer, but you can kind of expect something a little more, if you know what I mean. I, I would disagree, though, again, with the point that if right now he's practicing solely at inside linebacker, then he's going to be at his best at inside linebacker. But he's not playing in like the game speed at inside linebacker. He just can't do that. If he had the exhibition games, I'd feel more comfortable. But the no exhibition games, it, it's it's making me feel wary for not him, just all defensive rookies. I feel really worried about this year. I feel that about everyone. Because I, yeah. I feel like... That's fair. I feel like if there's a sport out there where you have to be 
so physically inclined to play the sport, but also there's so much, I'll say, partying and really not taking care of yourself as much. Uh, if there's any sport that has those two combined, I think it's football. Because basketball, you don't have to be as physically inclined when it comes to football. However, I would say those two sports are probably the biggest um, the biggest sports in which when a player is in their off season, they like to party a little more, chill out a little bit more. They're not grinding as much. Where I feel like hockey, you're always going to see gr- guys grind like Sidney Crosby and that. So uh, I, I feel like you could say that about everyone rather than just uh, you know a rookie. But uh, yeah, all right. Let's now move on to our MVP conversation when it comes to the NFC West. Um, Gosh, this one seems kind of like one-sided, but I mean, I hope we can spice it up a little bit. Alec, you want to go first? <laughs> uh, I think it's definitely an obvious choice. Even though I have the 49ers winning the division, I have to go Russell Wilson. Like I said, um, he is one of the most talented players at the quarterback position, and I think he has a shot to be MVP even not just in the division, just overall NFL. I think he'll be I think he will finish top 3 for MVP. Um, and you know, not really much more you need to say. Russell Wilson is a stud. Yeah, as much as I want to change it up, like I think it's silly to change it up. Uh, Russell Wilson, he's the guy. He's my favorite to win MVP this year. I have high hopes for the Seahawks, as you guys have heard. Uh, but if I really, you know, I had to, because not much more to be said about Russell Wilson. Jimmy Garoppolo, if this 49ers offense can kind of improve in that pass game, like I'm hoping it can with Ayuk coming in, and hopefully getting Debo Samuel back and having George Kittle. You know, he, he could come ha, or come in and have a type of season where he throws, you know, like 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, and keeps the interceptions low. That's an MVP-level season on a winning team. So I, I think that's something that is possible, but it's so hard not to choose Russell Wilson. Yeah, the one thing with the Jimmy G thing, I think he's got the talent, and I think he's got the talent around him to do that. Yeah. However, I don't think uh, Shanahan is going to scheme that for him. Like, I agree. Like, it's, it's probably not. I'm, it's more being me being more optimistic than yeah. anything because the talent is there. And, like, he hasn't really had that level of talent, like Jim Grapple, in my opinion, yet. So now that it's here, maybe he gets a little more of a chance. For sure. And Ross is the obvious MVP. I would go with him, too. I guess a name I'd bring up, uh, not because he's my MVP, but because in the past two years we've seen second-year quarterbacks win the MVP, Kyler Murray. Yep. They brought in D Hop. They've got a lot of talent around them, uh, so maybe you can look at him. But I would, I would most definitely go Russell Wilson as the MVP coming out of this division. That's fair. All right, next up, AFC side, uh, the the better division, of course, because <laughs> your Cincinnati Bengals are a part of the AFC. Uh, this one, I think, is going to be the most interesting because I, I feel like the AFC West has a lot of talent, and there's been a lot of movement too. Uh, with people's thoughts on certain teams. So uh, let's hop in right away. I, I think we can get the first team out of the way. I think it's going to be pretty unanimous, unanimous here. Chase, I'm assuming it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep, they're going to have a 13-3 and season. Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league. Tyreek Hill and him are the best one-two punch in the league, if you ask me. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is coming in as a rookie, has all the opportunity in the world. He, I don't think he's the most talented rookie out of the starting back class, but... He does look like someone who is primed to be immediately ready, so he's going to go into the system and be used like a charm. And, of course, you know, the best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey, 
it's, this team just they, they got it all going for them offensively, and the way that defense played last year in route to that Super Bowl run was tremendous. So if they can build off that momentum and keep pushing, it's going to be a hard team to beat. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys heard that, but uh, Chase thought he'd throw in a little shot at me with his bias in Travis Kelsey. Obviously not the best. That would be George Kittle, Facts. my fantasy tight end. I mean, Kelsey's definitely the best tight end in the league. No, not right now. Yes, he is. No. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It can I, be argued. Then why did Kittle? Not Kittle. Then why did Kelsey say that Kittle was the best when the NFL um, top 100 came out? Because oh. he's a humble young man. He's not young. Well, he's a humble <laughs> middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs uh, were picked for Chase. Uh, Alec, I, I want to say they're obviously picked for you too, but I feel like you might have something up your sleeve. Um. You know, you'd think I would because of our uh, NFL Bold Predictions episode, but, you know, uh, based on schedules, I did go the Kansas City Chiefs. Smart, smart man, smart uh, man. At 14-2. and two. two 14-2 and two teams in the yep. same episode. I, and oh that, that's all there's going to be. I'm going to say that right now. There's no more 14-2 teams. The other ones but, are 15-1. The, the, two, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl, I think they're both, both of them actually got better than they were last season. They've just added pieces, so... Uh, yeah, I fourteen and two. You know, like you said, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league. Defense, I think uh, they started performing well at the end of last season. I think they're going to continue that. And, uh, I think with Hilaire there, uh, he's a better fit than Damian Williams. While I agree that he's not the best running back to come out of the draft, I think he's a solid fit for the Chiefs to start right away. Um, I think that'll help their team out for sure. And Patrick Mahomes, giant contract, over half a billion dollar contract. Um, and you know what? That's going to make him become a bust. So the Chiefs are let. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, of course, the Chiefs are my first place team. Patrick Mahomes, obviously elite. Uh, if we could do a, a burrow for Mahomes trade, I would enjoy that. But uh, you know. Really? You don't say. A burrow, a mix in every first round pick for the next 10 years. And then you might, might be worth half, it. You might be halfway there. <laughs> it yeah. might be worth it. We got John Ross, so he's like Tyreek Hill, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> if he can stay healthy. Same player, same player. So yeah, the the Kansas City Chiefs, twelve and four, my first place team. They're five and one in the division, and uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Your number two team, Chase. My number two team is the Denver Broncos. Terra, oh my. Okay. Don't you guys all agree? <laughs> I don't know, do we? But I have the Denver Broncos at nine and seven, but squeaking into the playoffs. So you guys are higher on Drew Lock than I am, which is fine. If if you're a Drew Lock fan, I understand having this team getting a couple more wins than what I have him as. I'm still just iffy. Like he looked fine last year, just didn't show me enough. But he's he's got the weapons to really do some damage. So if he can do the damage, good for him. You know, I'll eat my foot on this one. But I just think nine and seven is kind of where I have them right now. I also have the Denver Broncos, but I have them at twelve and four. Wow! As you know, like I said from wow. the NFL Bold Predictions episode, I am super high on the Denver Broncos. Um, I think that they have. Uh, the biggest home field advantage when they are playing at home out of any team in the NFL. Uh, so I think that honestly helps them pretty much win all, or at least close to all of their home games. So, um, But yeah, I'm huge on Drew Locke. Uh, their defense, I think, is great. Um, didn't lose anyone, really. Uh, all they did was add weapons to the thing that, that wasn't great for them last year, and that's their offense. I think they're priming Drew Locke for a stellar season, and I think he might even be a sleeper second-year MVP candidate. I'm not getting I, there. I, I wouldn't argue that, because I honestly think Drew Locke's that talented, and 
Kyler Murray maybe getting a little too overhyped. Drew Locke not getting enough recognition. Yes, I don't exactly. know. I don't know. Um, no. I, I've got the Broncos as well. I've got them at 10-6, and six, though. I think they, uh, they did a lot better than I predicted last year. And that keeps getting harped on me by my, my cousin, who's a big Broncos fan. He keeps chirping in my ear about that. But you know what? They impressed me. I like Drew Locke a lot. So I'm going to give them 10-6. and six. And if this come ba- comes back to bite you in the ass, well, maybe you shouldn't have made fun of me. How about that? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 10-6 and six for the Broncos. Uh, they're 3-3 three and three in their division. Um, three three. But I, I, I think the team's uh, pretty good. The offense looks a lot better. They brought in Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy. And then uh, their defense is still very solid, although I do think it's declining a bit. I still think it's a, a very solid defense, obviously led by Von Miller. Uh, third in the division. Chase, you obviously yeah. have... Who? The Raiders. I do not. Oh, rip. What? It, it is, yeah, I know. I'm kind of surprised myself because I, I talked about before. I think it was... I don't know if it was in with friends or on the podcast. I talked about how Derek Carr has the chance, if this team does well, to be a legit MVP candidate because it'll be on the back of him throwing the ball so well. And I still think he can do that, but I don't, I don't know. I just... Didn't get down to that. I have the LA Chargers in third in the division at six and ten. Uh, this Chargers team, they've they've got a good defense, and I think they win games because of their defense. I think the offense just has a tough time putting it together. Tyrod, everyone knows, is nothing special at the QB position. I, I don't think Josh Allen. Oh no! According to that TikTok, yeah, that was horrible. We we're gonna keep moving <laughs> on though. But like, I I think Herbert is better suited sitting like sitting in learning the whole year not just getting thrown right in just because i think he needs to really learn how to be a pro and be a little more calm and if he gets thrown in on this losing team trying to do these comeback wins he might feel the pressure a little more and kind of struggle like so, Stafford does yeah it's just like Stafford does yeah so oh, so okay. i like but i gotta assume you don't take a guy six overall to just not play him all year so herbert's gonna get in at some point and as much as i like herbert i think he has just too much trouble in his rookie year and just it's not enough for you know this team to do anything special. Six wins is like the max I could put them at. I felt even generous putting them there. I thought I for sure would have had them last in the division. Okay, do you Alec? Have the Raiders at less than six wins. I do. Wow. Okay, Alec, yeah, your uh, third place team. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. I have them at nine and seven, just okay. barely missing a playoff spot. Mm. Um, I agree with Chase that Derek Carr could be a legit MVP candidate, uh, as long as that relationship with Gruden isn't too rocky. Um, I also think their defense, uh, should take another step forward. I think that they still have the young pieces, well, not necessarily some of the big names from drafts in the past, and obviously drafting a guy like Damon Arnett over some better guys this year. Um, but I think that they're on the, uh, the up and up, and I think that they're going to Definitely have a winning record, but just slightly miss the playoffs. Okay. I would agree that they're on the up and up. However, they are my fourth place team, as my third place team is the L.A. Chargers at a 8-8 eight and eight record. Uh, this defense is phenomenal. And I think, like Chase was talking about, Justin Herbert, you think it's going to be a struggle some year? He's got everything. He's got everything he's, he's ever going to need. He's got two great wide receivers. He's got a great uh, tight end. That's what I'm looking for. And then he's also got good running backs. So Not that he'll ever throw the ball to him. but No, but 
he doesn't need to rely only on the passing game because he does have a running back that can can do the dirty work. So I think that the Chargers are going to be a good team. I don't think they're going to be a great team. I think they take a step back from my predictions of last year. I think we all predicted them over 10 wins. I predicted uh, them. I'm pretty sure I predicted them 15 and 1. Yes, maybe. you did. Yeah, and obviously <laughs> it didn't work out for them. And I feel like that's on the back of P. Raves having a, a pretty brutal year. Uh, I think they go more conservative with their two quarterbacks they got uh, coming in this year. But I think that the defense, when healthy, should be able to get them wins. Remember, Derwin James wasn't there last year. Derwin James is a phenomenal player. Uh, They also bring in Kenneth Murray, a first-round rookie, uh, at the linebacker position. I I think they got the defense to do it. Joey Bosa coming for a bounce-back year. Uh, So 8-8, they do miss playoffs, however. Chase... Your last place team is, of course, the Las Vegas Raiders. It is. Let us know why. I don't even know why. I just, I, I just looking at the roster and the QB because I do like Eric Carr, as I mentioned. I thought they would be a borderline playoff team, probably hovering around five hundred, maybe a little bit above. But I looked at the schedule. I did the work, and in route to going four and twelve on the season, they also go zero and six in the division. Whoa. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know how that happened. I certainly did not think that was going to happen. But I don't know. Like just you know, they're starting off the season with a win against the Panthers. That's not hard. Then they got New Orleans. Then they got New England. Then they got Buffalo. Then Kansas City. They're, I think those are four straight losses there. Playing the Bucks, I got them beating the Bucks. I have them losing to the Browns at home, losing to the Chargers at home, losing to the Broncos, and really from there, their only other two wins are against the Colts and the Dolphins. It just, I, I don't know. I just this schedule ends up, in my opinion, being pretty difficult for them, and it's probably going to end up being either a change in quarterback or a change in coach at the end of the season because of it. Interesting. Very interesting. Wow. All right, and Alec, you obviously have the Chargers as your last place team. Let us know why. It's going to be a doozy. I have them at 3-13. and 13. Whoa. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm going to give my reasoning. So last season, obviously they went 5-11, and 11, did not have a good year. And like you said, Derwin, Derwin James was uh, out for most of the year, and I think if he was there, they would have had some more wins. But I would take Phillip Rivers over Tyrod Taylor, even now. And I don't, and I think that they need to keep Taylor in there for at least half of this season to give Herbert some time with all this COVID stuff. Like if they had training camp still and all this other stuff, I think that Herbert would get a, should get a chance to start sooner. But the fact that um, I don't think he was, I don't think he's anywhere near NFL ready coming out of the draft. And this COVID stuff is really hurting him because I think he has the highest ceiling out of any quarterback in this draft. Um, and I'm bummed to see all this stuff happening the way it is. So. With COVID happening and uh, not being able to have training camp and all these team meetings and stuff, I think that they're going to start Tyrod for at least three quarters of the season. And I, like I said, I think Rivers is better than Tyrod, so I don't see Tyrod taking this team any further than Philip Rivers did. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, I only gave them three wins. I, I would agree that I like Rivers over Tyrod. However, I think this is now on Anthony Lynn to see what type of coach he is because Philip Rivers, like I said, more talented than Tyrod. He's going to have to change the scheme. If he thinks that he can keep the same offensive scheme and just throw in Tyrod instead of Philip Rivers or just throw in Herbert instead of Rivers, it's going to fail miserably. So I I do think it's down to Anthony Lynn now. Uh, Do you think he's real? Do you think he's not? I'm kind of iffy on him. However, I don't think anyone would be dumb enough to 
try to insert a completely different quarterback into a scheme that works for the exact opposite of that quarterback skill set. I was really big on Anthony Lynn when they when he signed there, um, but recently and like especially last year, it's just you had the talent. Like where are the wins at? Like yeah. obviously, like I predicted them fifteen and one. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to be the best team in the NFL. Yeah, and they just fell flat on their face and. I don't. I don't think I trust Anthony Lynn. I think this is a year where he could he could turn it around. We'll see. But if he doesn't, then I think he needs to be out. Get Herbert a new coach that he can grow under. So, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought they should have done a lot better than they did last year. Uh, and then my last place team, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, seven and nine, respectable record for them. Uh, two and four in the division. Uh, this Raiders team is just. Uh, weird for me. I agree that they're up on the up and up, but when I look at their team overall, they don't have anyone that I'm uh, like in love with. So Josh Jacobs, I would say, is their biggest star on their team. However, when you look at other teams, including in this division, you got Derwin James and Joey Bosa with LA. You got Von Miller and uh, Bradley Chubb with Denver. The Kansas City Chiefs have Chris Jones, Patrick Mahomes, Obviously, they have huge, a huge amount of stars in this division where I feel like Vegas really lacks there. I think uh, Derek Carr is a average to above average quarterback that I love. I have his jersey, uh, but I, I think that's the case. Um, Josh Jacobs is good. I don't think the weapons that the Raiders have slash added uh, when it comes to the passing game is good enough. I would rather have the Broncos and the Chargers passing weapons uh, and probably the Chiefs too, even though I think they really only have uh, one wide receiver weapon, Tyree Kill, and obviously they've got the second best tight end in the league. Um, they don't have George Kittle. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just don't think the Raiders have enough to uh, get there. So 7-9, and nine, I do think they're on the up and up like Alex said, but uh, they're not there yet. They don't, they don't have that high-end talent. They kept Cooper and Khalil Mack. Maybe this team's a playoff team. However, they got rid of them. They brought in some other pieces. And uh, right now, it's just not there for me. Uh, but we now move on to, of course, Rookie of the Year and then MVP coming from the division. Uh, Alec, we'll start with you. Your Rookie of the Year is? Um, I didn't want to pick someone really obvious, but I kind of have to. With Damian Williams uh, opting out of this season, you got to go Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think he's good for... At least a thousand rushing yards, eight nine touchdowns, and probably like four or five hundred receiving yards, if not more, because I think he's going to be the pure workhorse. Yep. Um, and I think he's honestly the favorite to win offensive rookie of the year uh, overall. So yeah, definitely have to go with him. Instead of my boy, or Chase's boy, Joe Burrow. My boy, Joe yeah, Burrow. Chase's boy. Ah, uh, so um, my my turn now. That's happening. Unless you don't want to turn. No, I, I, no I'm done. Uh, I, it's it's Clyde edwards Slayer. He's pretty obvious, the choice. Uh, if I want to say someone spicy, just for the hell of it, uh, we can go Kenneth Murray, uh, even though I don't think he... Was, I, don't, I don't think he's like a day one impact player. I like Kenneth Murray, but I, just, I was never really sold on him being a really ready type of prospect coming out of college. So I think he's more of sparingly used... So if you want to go someone other than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, just for the headline, then Kenneth Murray. I like Kenneth Murray. I do. I like him more than you. Uh, but no, the the, yeah. the obvious pick for Rookie of the Year is, of course, 
My boy, Jerry Judy, is going to lead me to the promised land when it comes to fantasy. Drew Locke, 4,500 yards, 40 touchdowns, MVP. They're going to go what? 12-4, Alec? 4,500 yards and 40 touchdowns. Sit down. Um, And Jerry Judy is going to have 1,300 yards, 16 touchdowns. How many? Who's he, Josh 1300 Gordon? 1,300 yards and 16 touchdowns. I will happily make that bet. <laughs> I will bet you $10 million. If I can only put in one. No. Even bets. No, no even bets. <laughs> even bucks. bets no. at $10 million. No, even bets. Bucks. You're afraid to bet 10 no bucks. No even bets at $10 million. You're predicting, Sorry. You're predicting that. You're uh, afraid so to bet 10 bucks. Jerry Mike Middleton is afraid to bet $10. <laughs> uh, Jerry Judy, he's going to be elite. Um, yeah, I don't know. I... I am a person who I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire lands in the best position. I don't think he's the most talented player. Like, obviously, Swift, Dobbins, Taylor, all better in my mind uh, than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, he's obviously got got the workload to do it, but I think with an uptick in Drew Locke's performance and an amazing slot wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers we've seen come out of the draft in a long time, uh, Jerry Judy. Definitely a rival to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for that rookie of the year position. I just got to say, like, I think DeAndre Swift is the best set of all running backs for the Chiefs. If they took DeAndre Swift and uh, Damian Williams was sitting out, I think he could have the most ridiculous, like, rookie running back season we've ever seen. Without a doubt. Yeah. He could have been up there with Saquon a couple years ago. Yeah. For but sure. But, got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's still a good player, but, you know. Joe Burrow said that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the best running back in the draft, but, of course, they played on the same team, so. Yeah, of course he's going to say that. Why wouldn't he? Didn't Okuda say, like, Damon Arnett is actually good or something? Which, obviously, that's not true. Well, true. He, and he, he also said that uh, Quintez Cephas was the hardest receiver he's ever played against. So, yeah. that that one is true. Quintez Cephas is leading the league in receiving yards this year. Oh, is he? Yeah. 2020 10 million to 10 million? Even bet? <laughs> I really hope that, like, that uh, Okuda did say that about Arnett because Arnett's like, I'm the best corner in this draft. Like, he straight up, like... Spat no ooh, I just spit. <laughs> just yeah, right when I said spit, spat. Spat. <laughs> we, like he's he's saying he's better than Okuda, and then Okuda maybe said that he's good. You know, isn't Arnett also like twenty four? Yep, he said the twenty four or twenty five, and I remember him seeing, seeing he was really old. He was a four year player. Yeah, so that's tough for the Raiders. Um, yep. but now we talk about MVP, our our final little piece of this episode. Uh, this one's pretty obvious, right? It's obviously Tyrod. Drew yep. Locke. I'm actually, I'm actually going to go Drew Locke over okay. Patrick Mahomes. I like know. it. Going to be spicy. That's why know. Jerry Judy's winning it, Chase. Yeah, Come I gave, on. I gave pay them, attention. I gave them 12 wins. You know, Patrick Mahomes, obviously the best quarterback in the league, but, you know, I think he, I think he's just going to be, well, when I say mediocre, I mean mediocre for Patrick Mahomes. So, right. uh, you know, 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, you know. Uh, but I think Drew Locke is going to have 4,600 yards and uh, 36, touchdowns. 36 touchdowns. Yep. There we go. Nice. Derek's going to love Alec. Yeah, he is gross. Uh, <laughs> Derek, give me my $10. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. It's but a previous bet. It's only like nine years old. But Patrick Mahomes is the MVP choice from this division. It's pretty obvious. Bandwagon. Yeah, bandwagon. True. Yeah, I'm such a big Chiefs fan. I have, I have all the merchandise, bro. you got to get a bandwagon button when you get your soundboard. Well, I'm wearing a, a spirit shirt. No, that's a chief shirt, buddy. No. Yeah, there's some some of the same letters you in guys there. Are, like S. You guys are not the smartest people in the room, that's <laughs> for no, sure. There's no E. Yeah, there's an E right there. There we go. Can I continue talking? Patrick Mahomes. 
but uh, I, in all reality, I do have Drew Locke as my second runner-up because they're the second playoff team. So if if they do better than nine and seven, it's on the back of Drew Locke and the defense. I mean, the defense is going to keep doing what they've been doing. So I don't think anybody can really step up much more than they already been playing. So if anybody steps up, it's Drew Locke. I like I, I like it because two weeks ago. You said Derek Carr is going to be the MVP, and now he's not even the MVP of the division. I know, not even top two. I know because I didn't. I don't. I was really <laughs> shocked, really, when I had him at four and twelve. I, I just the can't. eye test, looking at the roster. Yeah, and he can't give a four and twelve team an MVP. No, so, God no. Uh, I get that. Um, you know, Justin Herbert wasn't my rookie of the year, but he is my MVP. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously Mahomes. It's going to be Mahomes versus Russ for the MVP. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's pretty much it for the episode. Unless you guys wanted something else to say. Lions are the best. We're not at that episode <laughs> Okay, <yet>. Graham. <laughs> We're not at the episode yet. Uh, so yeah, Chase had Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, Rams. Alec and I both had 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. Then we all had... Casey Denver as our one two. Alec had Vegas as his three. And then Chase and I had LA as our three. And then, of course, you know who the last team is. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for our AFC and NFC West preview. We will be back next week with a, another preview. Not sure which one we're doing yet. I would assume East, but we might do South first. We're going to leave North for last because obviously. The Bengals and the Lions are in the north. That's got to be our finale. So make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode where we continue our previews. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with all that we do, you can follow us at WNP Sports Pod. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram now. If you guys want to check us out there, we'll have all the socials in the description uh, of the of the episode. Thanks so much for stopping by, guys. We really appreciate it. And as always, we're not professionals.